Welcome to the Next Cloud Podcast. Let's talk about digital sovereignty. So, welcome back. This is Next Cloud Podcast number nine. Today with me are Marco Nöchel. Hi, Marco. Hi. And Thorsten Krüger. Hi, Thorsten. Hello. So you you are from HKN. Maybe you could explain what what are you doing there? Yes, uh, I like to. As you told, we are from HKN. We are a Linux-based company about 25 years, and we offer beneath um, OpenStack IaaS um, solutions Nextcloud instances from five to several thousand of users. Of course, there are different setups for five user instances. We use container-based solutions. And uh, for the large instances, we use cluster setups. And uh, indeed, they are a bit more fun for us. <laughs> and Thorsten is our man from the technic. Technical department. Okay. Yes. So, so um, uh, I said before, we I like to have technical backgrounds and that's why uh, Thorsten is, is joining us. But let's stay maybe on the business side uh, a little bit. Why why you choose Nextcloud? I mean, okay, you're doing cloud stuff, but why why are you doing Nextcloud, not mm -hmm. an other product? We started with Nextcloud. At the moment, they um, made the fork from OwnCloud. Indeed, it's, I guess it's five, four years ago now. And um, there were two reasons. The first reason is we use um, we offer Zimbra Zimbra as a uh, Microsoft Exchange alternative it's also open source but Zimbra does not have a good solution for uh, changing files uh, that was was a problem with this solution or uh, not really problem but is, is this missing our customer had missed it and we tried to use an end-to-end -end encrypted solution called on a drive, and with these solutions, our customer missed an interface to um, to manage, to administrate their 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 files and and their folders, and that's why we looked for for a new offer, and uh, then we read we read about uh, the fork from OwnCloud that. Um, that Frank uh, built a new company called Nextcloud. And it was a moment we looked at Nextcloud near and started to offer this to our customers. And it was a big uh, success until now. Okay. So so we are not um, having another solution in this area. It's it's At the moment, it's just just uh, Nextcloud. We had. We, we had um, Hornet Drive and... In Zimbra, there's also a briefcase, uh, but that, that's not as good as, as <laughs> in Nextcloud. And but our customers only use over the last three or four years um, Nextcloud, so we don't have Hornet Drive anymore in our our um, product portfolio. And uh, Zimbra is more and more integrated into Nextcloud, so uh, we're only offering Nextcloud as a file storage solution. I think um, customers had, um, were, that were coming from the exchange side um, also had um, expectations like, um, as the Kram nochmal SharePoint. 
they looked from SharePoint uh, point of view um, to to the file sharing solution that Zimra offered, and that simply wasn't sufficient. And Nextcloud offered so much more here, and um, that developed over the years. I think that um, Nextcloud has made tremendous success in the last four years. Um, we see this when uh, we occasionally get uh, migrations from older OnCloud installations. And uh, if you look at an OnCloud 9 and um, compare this to uh, Nextcloud 2021, um, then you see what really has happened over these years. What do your clients like uh, on Nextcloud? So what, what are the, the benefits um, they they taking? I don't know. Okay, the file sharing is a big point, but is there something they think, okay, yeah, that's a nice solution. I definitely want to use that one. File sharing is the main solution, the, the, the possibility to easy share files to build group folders. It's also a, a big uh, pro for Nextcloud. And um, yeah, a lot of customers also like the integration of only Office for co-working on documents in their team. Okay. What are the favorite plugins from your customers? So, okay, we, we talked about the only Office thing, but um, I don't know, they use Deck or, or yes. Calendar or, or stuff like that. So what are the... Deck. Deck is one thing, okay. Yeah, Deck is on the second place behind uh, only Office and Circles. third place is, I guess, um, Mail is getting more popular Uh, ah, okay. With Nextcloud 20, it became um, usable <laughs> for me. And uh, so it gets uh, more and more people use the mail app directly. Uh, yeah, Thorsten, you have some more ideas? You are more in the support than me. Oh, do I see there are circles and, and it's, 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 um, yeah, password stores use sometimes. Yes, password, password. It's a new password store. Mm-hmm. The dry O integration. And a lot of people are waiting for the whiteboard, but we uh, have not made uh, uh, the upgrade to Nextcloud 21, so they still have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Th I use uh, it a lot. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, until then, they have to use big blue button or so for for having a whiteboard but yes or draw io that's near to mm. but but too too much and not on their own uh, server so so most people are still waiting <laughs> i also saw that the 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 mail app is getting better each release i think yes. there's uh, also that the that you see the the favorites or all the emails you marked uh Are, are grouped together uh, if you log in in, in the mail uh, um, mail part and and so on. So yeah, the interface yeah, and now is getting you can better. Drag, and now you can drag and drop mails that did not uh, work in the first versions. That you were able to to take a mail and drop it into another folder, but now that works well and that's fine. Okay. Yeah, you, you just said, okay, you didn't upgrade to uh, Nextcloud 21. So what is the plan? Uh, when do you upgrade uh, normally? Just waiting for the .1 release or, or something like that? At least. Um, 
there's there are, uh, yeah, there are different uh, groups of customers. First of all, ourselves. We are running 21. Uh, we do test installation, then roll it out for internal services and uh, use it. And um, the next thing is our Kubernetes-based uh, installations that get upgraded. These are small deployments for up to 50 uh, for up to 50 seats. And um, in this case, it's easy to upgrade them because um, yeah, there's little impact. Um, you can do it on a rolling base, and um, yeah, it's not not much effort. We usually wait for the first point release to do these upgrades. Sometimes a little longer, depending on workload here in the company. But uh, first point release, second point release is the the window we are doing these upgrades usually. And in the yeah, Kubernetes uh, container-based uh, settings, it's um, as easy as to ex exchange the image you, you load. <sighs> time by time, about 5 to 10% of these installations uh, make problems after the upgrades, um, mostly due to some uh, applications that uh, the customers have installed. Now they get uh, an administ administrative access to their own installation, and um, so they can, of course, do things. Uh, we had a learning curve <laughs> regarding doing things in this case. Um, in the beginning, we uh, left the access to, to click on, um, uh, we didn't uh, disable the upgrader. And so in this case, some, sometimes um, people clicked on uh, do the upgrade now when they saw that there's a new version available. And uh, in a container-based uh, scenario, this is, of course, not a good idea. And um, yeah, we've learned our lesson from that. Okay, so that's that's a nice gesture having uh, ad administrative access, so they could install their own plugins, use them. Yes. Um, do you say okay? There, there is a is a support for this in that app, and if you go above it, it's not supported by by you, or or how do you communicate this? Yes, we do only support some applications. Uh, it depends on the package the customer chooses. Okay. Uh, we also have plans where um, the customer don't have access to um, the um, administrative functions. Then there's a fixed set of applications there. It's um, product is called Nextout Files in our, in our portfolio, and uh, there they don't have that access, um, but are limited to um, yeah, file sharing related apps. So okay, the Kubernetes um, instances are upgraded fast. Uh, I would say. How, how is it with uh, the ones from virtual machines or uh, the ones that are on-prem? Yeah, customer with enterprise subscription um, usually make their their own decisions in this case. No? Some are very reluctant. Um, some are uh, more progressive. Um, have. We have still some installations running still on 18, but we hope to get this fixed soon. <laughs> I mean, if, if it is an enterprise description, it's, it's okay, I think, for... Yeah, it's, it's, it's perfectly okay, of, oh, of course, but um, I should keep in mind there that um, the effort of getting things backported and um, evaluating whether these backports uh, do, any, do have any regressions becomes um, more difficult the later, uh, the more time that flows. And so in the end, um, I think 
that uh, you don't uh, do yourself a favor if you are still running 18 these, these days. At least for, for the open source uh, customers, uh, it's also the, the support is gone. So I think you have to move at least to 19. Yes, of, of, absolutely. But you can you also buy lifecycle support by using an enterprise subscription. It goes up to five plus five years. So the, the 18 uh, enterprise customers still have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay but uh are you yeah you go proactive to to the customers and say hey how how is it when do you want to update or yes mm -hmm. yes uh we have this um daily all systems that are management and um so we have the obligation to to ask our customers hey are this new version available we should upgrade and um let's schedule a time window for that mm -hmm. Okay, you said once that you are using IaaS, uh, so OpenStack, uh, be yeah for your platform. Okay, there's Kubernetes. Uh, we talked a, uh, about it, but but how is the OpenStack? Why you choose OpenStack? And and uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> is this the main thing you do? Or okay, uh, from our company history, um. We started also as a as a family business in the 90s, as um, yeah internet access provider associated to some Nakama prop. Uh, if uh, anyone remembers, Nakama was uh, one of the founding members of Denik. Uh, no, not De yeah Denik also, but uh, D6 and um, yeah 128 kilobit ISDN line. No, everybody uh, knows we are old. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah these days or those days those days in the 90s you did everything uh by hand mm. by hand and everything that could be done as an isp you did you did dial-in uh, access you, you you sold lease lines you did web hosting email hosting and um all that bunch over the years uh, access has gone for us uh one notable um exclusion is um Internet access here in the data center. We are located in um, Frankfurt, uh, Düsseldorf, and uh, with our partners in uh, Berlin and Hamburg. And there we uh, yeah, have competitive offerings for um, internet access in gig, gig 10 gig, and, and so on. That works. No? But uh, form, in form, former times, we had uh, ISDN and DSL access, but not any longer. So... Um, Yeah, hosting changed. Uh, we, we had a Xen infrastructure for hosting after uh, virtualization became popular. And then it became clear that we needed a cloud. And um, yeah, waited rather long for that. Um, Maybe it wasn't. When cloud.com was sold to Citrix, we nearly jumped on that bandwagon, but... Uh, Made uh, we we booked some um, trainings for that on uh, ADN in Bochum, and the second training didn't happen. And um, later on, it became clear that uh, cloud stack wasn't uh, the thing we would uh, use. And so we 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 came to OpenStack when we partnered with uh, Christoph and uh, the colleagues from uh, Hamburg with Scale Up Te Technologies, and together with them we set up our OpenStack cloud. 
they already used OpenStack for some years. And we, Christoph and me, we met several times at the CloudFest. Uh, I guess they, are, they were still named World Hosting Guys. And uh, we've talked about, hey, it would be a good idea for smaller companies like we are to offer a joint cloud, um, IIS cloud uh, for customers with several uh, procs in, in Germany. And uh, he already had uh, Hamburg and Berlin. We were we are based in Düsseldorf with a data center and we also got a data center in Frankfurt. So yeah, we, we took this opportunity and said, okay, hey, you are already doing this. Help us to build our own and uh, we and we started to cooperate with our OpenStack cloud, and now customers can uh, choose if they use our cloud offering, uh, if they want to use uh, Hamburg or Berlin or Düsseldorf or all three at their uh, cloud base for the storage and, and the computing. So we have an own interface where they can launch uh, VMs and, and select where to run it and, and so on. Yes. We we use uh, we use the Stock Horizon dashboard for, for customer access from OpenStack. And um, of course, the customers can also use uh, the API of OpenStack to use uh, tools like Terraform or the like for rolling out their workloads. Mm-hmm. And the next cloud instances, uh, how are they deployed? Do you use, I don't know, Heatstack for that or, or, um, Ansible or Ansible? Okay. Okay. So, so we have Ansible scripts that are, you, you deploy a new virtual machine and then go with Ansible deploy next cloud. Yeah. And that's also how the upgrade is, is, is done, um, for the virtual machines. Uh, we have a um, separate process in place for doing uh, normal operating system maintenance that uh, has been internally developed since uh, early 2000s. And um, the uh, Nextcloud updates themselves, uh, we don't do automatically, we uh, do them by hand. Okay. Uh, what, what does it mean by hand? I mean, if, if there are a thousand <laughs> installations. <laughs> no. Um, thousands of installations on the Kubernetes-based, uh, that, that, that is scripted. Okay. No, that is scripted where there's a script that walks through the cluster and uh, changes the images. And later on, you look at monitoring and uh, show whether all instances are well. And... Um, yeah, larger installations are the updates are by hand, but these these are not so many that it is that it's not uh, doable. It's very automated. Eventually, we will we will also do this via Ansible, but um, yeah, it's at the moment it hasn't been necessary to do this that way. The automation it depends on the solution. Huh? The, the dockerization, the Kubernetes are very highly automated. The single server instances uh, are nearly automatic, but we have more an eye on every instance we upgrade. And the cluster instances for for large companies uh, are, like Torsten said, mostly handwork. Huh? Mm-hmm. So, how do you do your your monitoring? You just said monitoring. Uh, is this 
I don't know, Prometheus, Grafana, or... or JackMK from Ketna. Okay. So yeah, monitoring distributions, we use the um, JackMK uh, Enterprise Edition for that. I uh, was rather glad that we didn't uh, rely on solar winds. <laughs> Uh, I saw uh, an image uh, f uh, from the new Check MK 3.0 or something like that. That's uh, 2.0. 2.0. Okay, um, that looked impressive. So that's more like like a Grafana dashboard uh, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Uh, also, the, the search functionality in the new version is is rather fine too um, because it's um, yeah. <laughs> Ah, cluttered is not the right word. Um, it's um, powerful, huge, huge, huge and powerful UI, and a lot of places to look for things. Okay. How often uh, do the customers crash their instances? I mean, okay, with some upgrades, I don't know, in uh, install an app, and that's maybe crashing the whole instance or. Uh, Is, is it possible? <laughs> do they do it often? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Depends on the customer. <laughs> okay, so so they are. <laughs> but but if I compare Nextcloud to other solutions we used over the year, uh, it, it's not uh, much support uh, needed for uh, to to offer it. And it, I don't really remember that a customer made one click and the whole Nextcloud had been down. So <laughs> that's uh, that's not a. Uh, That's not a typical problem. <laughs> mm. But, but could, could you share a story? I don't know from what what a customer did or uh, didn't do that that it really crashed the whole VM. Uh, whole VM crash um, uh, due to due to database thingies. No, I think um, what. Uh, Is really a problem is are the expectations from 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 end users. Um, if you, um, for example, we had a law firm and um, there was an attorney and thought, hey, cool idea, I have Nextcloud now, so let's go and uh, copy some files. Some files was um, yeah. File count in the 100,000s and 40, 40, 40 to 50 gig, and he chose to took drag and drop a folder, thump. And um, first call was uh, that his browser froze, and um, the next thing was that um, Nextcloud had a hard time working with this amount with the amount of files, and that really is a point because for every file that is transferred. You have an HTTP request, and um, it would be a fine idea if this could be done any other way. And then this also affects the Sync client. Now just um, untar a Linux kernel and um, sync it with the client, and you see that for every little file, one HTTP request is made. Would be um, very fine if uh, this could somehow be circumvented. That uh, there are there would uh, more requests be grouped together in in one request. But um, yeah, I also see that it, that this is not a, that there's no simple solution for that. What do people do ah, some people uh, some uh, some some folks install apps that um, 
uh, from from the App Store that um, are indicated as hey you shouldn't use this. Uh, don't know the wording for that. Um, highly unsecure. <laughs> nee, nee, no, not, 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 not highly. Un untested for that version. Yes, yes, um, that's the word. <laughs> do, you, do you really want to activate? Yes, of course, I want that app. <laughs> next thing is then, um, hey, um, my next cloud hangs there with the 503. <laughs> this has happened, but um, these are things that are easily recirculated. So, um, if there are problems so okay not not problems you can fix but problems maybe uh nextcloud has to fix how is th that process so the customer calls you and you report back to nextcloud or do you have one uh explicit person you call at nextcloud and tell them what is wrong or how is this process At first, we try we evaluate the the, the support request and look whether it's um, yeah fixable by changing server configuration or something like that or Nextcloud configuration. And um, if that doesn't work out, we open a case for Nextcloud on behalf of the customer, and um, Nextcloud comes back to us and we find a solution. Okay, and is this a satisfying process? Is this working good or uh... most times? <laughs> I guess like always, most times it it works pretty well. Huh? We've got this uh, support um, platform from Nextcloud. Uh, they're, they're using a guest Samat as a ticket system, and mostly we've got a quick answer, and um, it works pretty well. And some some problems if if they are not easy to to rebuild uh, to 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 make this problem happening again it took a longer time to to fix it uh, but uh, i guess overall it's 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 easy to work with next cloud uh, um, support engineers or Thorsten? yes of yes it is um sometimes it's a um, little bit difficult to um yeah to express the uh, concern and the, the, the urgency of, of the case. But um, well, I think we are all getting better on that. Um, one notable case for that. Um, ah, customer had an, or has an uh, Nextcloud installation that is, um, uses Active Directory for authentication. And um, due to um, circular group memberships in AD, there was a um, logging problem. Uh, first, first Nextcloud had, had a little bug, um, some, some, something neglectable. Um, there was a thing that uh, was locked in um, notice level, but should have only been locked in debug level. Um, so customer came up came up to us, hey, our lock is cluttered. Um, Nextcloud wrote uh, 50 gigabyte of lock files in the last two hours. Please have a look what's that. And um, uh, came down to the point that um, yeah, this in the first case, this was, was a Just, just, just the wrong, the, the, the wrong logging level, but later on it came um, it came out that um, there was also a problem with the um, 
Yeah, interpretation of root memberships uh, from 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 Nextcloud, and um, in this case, Nextcloud worked directly with the customer, and uh, eventually provided a fix for that. And then they get back also to you, and, and yes, we are yes we are in the communication flow, and now we Nextcloud communicated directly with the customer, but we also were already on informed. Okay, always informed. And at the end, uh, the problem was fixed. The customer was happy. <laughs> yeah, in the end, the problem was fixed, but it was a hard time. It was, um, yeah, it involved, uh, came with crashing the um, the Active Directory boxes. Unfortunately, fortunately, the um, customer had um, explicit read-only uh, DCs for that, which were in the ZMZ um, and... Um, There were only some web applications and uh, Nextcloud that were using these DCs, so we didn't take down the whole company. The whole company. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> the, yes. And it's easy said that um, it just was a problem with the audit log level. Um, one of the most important reasons for last for large customers are mostly uh, compliance driven so it's it's not a fitting solution for for a big company to tell them hey use another log level for your next cloud uh, yes the problem is is, is solved but uh, then they've got a problem with their compliances so that's not a really solution and guess that's sometimes a problem between uh, the understanding of, of the problems between the next cloud support engineers and the needs for the enterprise customer uh, and so it needs a bit more conversation sometimes uh, but, but as i said it's mostly our con uh, conversations problems and not a technical problem If there are conversations, do they phone? Do they have the phone conference, uh, or do they use talk, or is it just via uh, a web interface? Phone conferences or talk conferences are the last step. Uh, normally, we all made it over the um, support portal via mail. Okay, so if a customer um, crashes the instance and it's uh, I don't know. Irreparable defect. Um, <laughs> how is your backup concept? Uh, how do they get uh, everything back if it if if it is all screwed? Ah. We use uh, MySQL as a database interface. We do um, daily backups, and um, we use Borg backup for backing up the files. Also, we do a MySQL dump, uh, make a Borg backup from that, and. Um, that we have um, vastly time to recover from that and vastly things um, for that. The Kubernetes-based things we back up with uh, Restic and Stash. Stash is an uh, operator in Kubernetes that uh, does backups. And um, there we uh, write the backups to OpenStack Swift. Mm -hmm. And okay, you said OpenStack Swift is is is, is a storage engine. Well, what is um that's uh, OpenStack Swift? Sorry, it's an object storage that is, um, yeah, to some degree compatible to S3. Mm -hmm. So what what is your your, your storage um, system? Storage backend. Yeah. Ziff. Okay. So you have a we have yes we have Ceph cluster and um, we have um, local SSD for um, workloads that require high throughput and low latency. 
Okay, and OpenStack um, has the HDD then on on the OpenStack uh, Swift interface, and that's that's in that's uh, in in Ceph. Do you also use the S3 uh, backend from Ceph? So I don't know. Uh, Nextcloud, I think, could use S3 directly. Yes, um, Nextcloud can use S3 directory. Directly, we are currently in process of a large installation that will use S3 as a storage backend. Uh, not S3, as something as S3 compatible. Yeah, like Minio um, or, or Ceph or... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah first, uh, first tests are looking good so far, but um, maybe we can talk on that next year. <laughs> Next year or half a year or something like that. Okay. Word to the backup. Uh, unlike like other European providers, our data centers have firefighting facilities and our backups um, are in other fire protection zones. So uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's notable. Um, we're doing um, our, our Kubernetes back, uh, instances are running in Düsseldorf and we're doing the backups uh, to Amberg. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, also backupping uh, the I don't know the the uh, HDDs from from the Ceph cluster wire uh, wire I don't know RDB mirroring or stuff like that or is it just the the files you backup to another uh, data center? It's just the files, uh, but we can uh, restore complete instances to to a, to a given point. Okay, yeah. That were my questions uh, for you. Uh, I think we covered <laughs> a whole bunch. Uh, yeah, how a cloud provider could use uh, Nextcloud on OpenStack, on Kubernetes, and how you do the the backups and, and the updates. So I don't know. Uh, is there something we... I missed... Um, There's something you like to talk about? Uh, maybe one thing we do not do uh, is we do not offer Nextcloud as a provider on one huge Nextcloud and put only different customers on one Nextcloud in different groups. Um, this is a thing we don't do because of separation and uh, maybe this is a good topic for one of your next uh, podcasts because I'm, I'm pretty interested in how... Uh, in what um, experience is made uh, hosting providers which offered hosted Nextcloud to their customers. We don't have a big hosting Nextcloud with several customers mm. on it. So one client, one instance, yes, and, and, and separated wire virtual machines or, or on, on a Kubernetes cluster. Yes, mm. that's good. Yes. Mm. Uh, one, one thing um, maybe... Um, is you're also helping your customers uh, to use Nextcloud for the first time. So you're helping migrate them from, I don't know, another solution or uh, helping them to to create a concept how they handle yes. files, right? Yes, we, we, we offer workshops and, and uh, beginner workshops or webinars for our customers. And uh, yeah, the... Um, <laughs> one problem a lot of customers is starting with developing their file sharing uh, concepts like I, I guess I said in the beginning so most or a lot of customers really need help on the with the first steps 
as a decision. Do I use group folders or do I share a folder with a group? And, and what's the difference? And what does it mean for my company and for my compliances and uh, for, for European data, datenschutz uh, here, um, GDPR. districts and GDPR descriptions. These are things we discuss with uh, customers in the beginning and If we talk with them and make a workshop at the start, there are mo there's mostly much less need to talk uh, after three months. Uh, so this is a, this is a good idea and a lot of customers uh, use it. And I don't know if we talk about, we also install and um, give our support to Nextcloud's customers installed on their own data center, in their own data, data center, not only in our so on-prem. On-prem, yes. Hmm. Uh, are there also, do you also do webinars for the employees? So explain, okay, how log in here, uh, click there, do this. That's mostly not needed. Okay. So Nextcloud is self-explaining yes, um, <laughs> at, this, at this point, at least. Uh, right at this moment, we are planning together with a with uh, learning company, to offer only office, um, only office uh, webinars and, and things like this. But for Nextcloud itself, for end customers, we haven't been asked for. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, Thorsten. <laughs> you, you, you ask for funny experience what users do. Yeah. Um, we had um, one case where I uh, was an uh, academic in, in institution and um, They had a, a use case where um, user really had a 700 megabytes PowerPoint and tried to open that in Open Office. Okay. Uh, only Office. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that and um, didn't go well. <laughs> oh, it worked. Wow. It worked after uh, some settings. It, it, it worked. It worked, but um, the user didn't understand that the 700 megabyte PowerPoint had to be copied for that. Yeah, so so because of the uh, thing how how uh, only Office works, so they have to copy it yeah. uh, to to the browser, <laughs> oh, server, yeah. yeah, and and then open <laughs> it and then editing and copying yeah. back. So mm. yes, <laughs> okay. So uh, I think the LibreOffice is is doing it right on the server, and the only Office part is is uh, more in. More doing things in your browser. Uh, we have the uh, we have the uh, edited regions. They 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 write to their Postgres database, no? and then eventually write it back. Uh, it was was a was a bad experience. <laughs> okay. So uh, any good experience? So I don't want to <laughs> close the session with a bad experience. Oh, why that? Yeah, 700 megabyte PowerPoint uh, should be a bad ex experience anyway. <laughs> okay. Fair, fair point. Uh, but right now we are we are hosting a conference from from some schools uh, in talk. Huh? You ask about how customers use talk, and this is. Uh, a talk conference with about nearly 100 users and uh, I'm, I'm pretty interested in their feedback but right now it works pretty well and they are quite happy. So this is a good uh, thing because it hadn't worked with talk last year but they are doing a lot of uh, work on it and it's, get better and better, it's getting better and better with uh, each version and now it seems as, an, as an, a conference with uh, 80 to 100 people, it's no problem okay. any longer. 
Ah, okay. So, mm, uh, depend, depending on the active speaker, no, no, you, you, you're not uh, supposed to use um, 100 people with uh, open video and open audio. But that's, but that's for <laughs> 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 yeah. talk about good things, Thorsten. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I hope so that that the uh, that uh, Corona and the pandemic uh, at least taught us that <laughs> speaking all together <laughs> in a conference uh, in a video conference is uh, not such a good idea. So okay, lot of improvements there. Talk uh, to use talk for for conferences, and I think uh, yeah, let's wrap up. Thanks, Marco. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Thorsten, uh, for giving us uh, insight how how um, a, a provider operates with Nextcloud and, and how do you do things. Thanks a lot. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Bye.